Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. We are YouTube. We are going to be Facebook. We are Anchor. If you just happen to like to listen to podcasts, then guess what? We are on Anchor in the morning. Um, I am not just here. And then this week, I have been uh, a special guest on Rejoice. And I'll be back on Rejoice again today. So you might catch me a couple times on Rejoice during the week. So make sure you stay logged in uh, 105.5, 103.3, and 1380 AM. Those are your options. And you can also listen to Rejoice live and uh, from the uh, website. So you can go to rejoicealittlerock.org and get to hear me from there. Also, I hope you guys are up and woke this morning and that you have your coffee. We are about to get started. I am just grateful. I definitely have my, one of my friends sent me this cup. I collect coffee mugs, um, but my boys have said I'm not allowed to have any more coffee mugs unless they're travel mugs. And I also collect Wonder Woman dolls. So those are the two and brooches. I don't have a brooch on this morning. Those are the three things that are kind of like my collections. And so I'm grateful for my girl who gave me a new travel mug. My boys were like, tell somebody don't bring in another coffee mug to this house. I think I have close to 100 coffee mugs now with all kinds of cute little sayings on them. And Josiah's like, they're taking over absolutely everything. Well, welcome, welcome, welcome. Let's get started. Let's pray first today. Um, And then we'll kick in and get our confession in and we'll do all our announcements. Hey, don't forget we're feeding the streets this Saturday. So if you know anybody that needs a meal, we'll be at 1701 Scott Street in downtown Little Rock, Arkansas, uh, feeding our brothers and sisters who may just need a meal. We're going to feed till we run out of food. Um, we're going to feed till we run out of food. So if you know anybody that needs a meal, please send them our way so that we can feed them. And also we can pray for them. Y'all ready to pray? Y'all ready to pray? Like, I love, y'all know how I feel about that. I'm like, I love to pray. Y'all ready to pray today? Let's get this prayer going on today. Let your faith get in alignment and agreement with mine. Yesterday, I dropped a meme that said, what do you need God to do for you today? I don't know why people are so scared to ask other people to pray for them, but man, different in our Coffee and Combos Bible group, we let, um, um, I'm trying to figure out something before dropping. I'm sorry. Okay. So um, pray. Thank you for that. And so we started praying. I was reading something on Facebook last night. Um, me and one of my prayer partners, one of my covenant partners, we stopped and paused last night before we went to bed. And we prayed for every prayer request. Every person that put in a prayer request, we prayed for you yesterday. We stopped last night, prayed, and just put you before the Lord last night. We called your name out. And so we are always happy to get an agreement. Prayer is the thing that changes things. And if you don't know how powerful prayer is, it's a shame. I hope you learn. I hope you know that prayer will light a fire. Prayer can open up doors. Prayer will allow favor and things just to change. And I think we forget about how important prayer is. So don't negate prayer. Don't negate partnership. The power of agreement in prayer is so big. 
So anytime you need somebody to pray and agree with you, just shoot us a, a message at contact us at LakeishaMJohnson.com or at JustBeAnLMJ.com and let us pray for you. So let's pray. Let's start. Father God, we thank you. My God, my God, my God, we thank you. We bless your name. We praise you. We magnify you. We glorify you, Lord God. We lift you up and we just say, Thank you. We thank you for this day. We thank you for this morning. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for a fresh anointing. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you for the Holy Spirit. We thank you for power. We thank you for protection. We thank you for wisdom. We thank you for knowledge. We thank you for waking us up this morning, giving us the activities of our legs, our arms, for clothing us in our right mind, for putting food on our table, Lord God, for gas in our cars, Lord God. We just want to extend time to say thank you and be grateful this morning to be grateful, Father God. We thank you for a fresh anointing, Lord God, one that destroys the yokes of bondage, sickness, and disease. We thank you, Father God, for a power that can only come from on high. We thank you for protection, my God. We thank you for provision. We thank you, Father God, you are a just God for your justice in our life. We thank you, Father God, just for the heaven being here on earth, Father God. We thank you that we can commune with you, that we can sup with you. Father God, we thank you, Father God, just for provision. I don't know who that's for, but for provision, and that may be for all of us. If you're struggling with understanding God provides, I'm praying for that you come to know him as provider, that you come to know that it's not in your own strength today. Lord God, we thank you, Father God, that you are the one true provider, Father God. We thank you, Father God, that the words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. I pray, Father God, today that their eyes be open, the scales are off their eyes, their ears are heavy, that they have ears to hear, and their heart is mine is open to receive revelation, knowledge, my God, from you today, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for your protection. We thank you for your provision. And we thank you for your love. I want to share something with you real quick before we get into the lesson and the word and we do our confession. You are not the one that provides. And, and a lot of times in our prayers, we'll, we'll ask God for stuff like I want to be able to provide for. And I understand what you're saying, but you, you have to change your perspective about some things because if you think you're the one that provides, if you think your job provides, if you think... Um, you're the one, it's your gifts and your talents and all of that other stuff. That's cool. And that's a conduit for it. But God is the one that provides for you. And you have to understand that God is the one that provides for you because God can provide for you without your gifts and talents. God can provide without your job. God can provide for you any way that God wants to provide for you. So don't get so hung up in, I want God to bless me so I can provide. It is God that provides for you. And you have to watch that mindset because it'll have you thinking you're the provider. It'll have you thinking you're the help. It'll have you thinking, and we are co-laborers, but how he asked for us to co-labor labor through us is faith. Now, I don't want anybody to go quit their job and say, LMJ said, quit my job, God will provide for me. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying to you, you need to know that he is the one that provides and takes care of you. Because if you don't catch that, if you don't understand that, then you'll think it's on you when it's not on you. The only thing that's on you is for you to get in the position, you to be in faith, 
You don't trust him. You don't operate in kingdom currency, which is faith. God is looking for you to faith, to trust him with your finances. That's why the tithe and seed is so important. I taught on money too, like way too many, but I'm just telling you, you got to know that you're not the one that's providing. Cause we'll say, we'll start saying or operating in language. Like I need little God to bless me so I can provide for your my family. I understand what you're saying so that you can take care of your family's needs. I'm not saying, but you got to understand that he's the one that's doing the provision and he can do it with you or we can do it without you, right? He can do it with your gifts and talents or he can do it without your gifts and talents. Your gifts and talents just open up the door for increase, for you to be in position and kingdom and all of that. And you got to know that within itself because you'll exert your own efforts. I don't know who this is for, but it's for somebody. You'll exert your own efforts and you'll be exerted in your own strength. And then when your efforts and means run out, you'll get frustrated and you'll think kingdom doesn't work. But the reason that kingdom wasn't isn't working is because you weren't using faith as your currency. You weren't using faith as your currency. You were using your job, your gifts, your talents, those things that your, as your currency. And the Lord is like, no, I'm the one. <laughs> I'm the one that desires to take care of you. I'm the one that desires to look after you. I'm the one that wants to provide for you. I need you to trust me to be Jehovah Jireh. So when your money starts looking funny, you don't get downtrodden. You're able to stand up in this thing and says, you know what? No, God provides for me. I'm not limited by my resource. I get what I need from my source. My God, I'm not limited from my resource. I get what I need from the source, from the source. Now, that doesn't mean you get to be lazy because faith without works is dead. That doesn't mean you don't get to operate in your kingdom assignment. That doesn't mean you're not supposed to get up off your gifts and talents. It's just the gift is not supposed to supersede the giver. My God, what a word this morning. It's just the gift is not supposed to supersede the giver. My God, my ministry and everything that I have in my life has been built on the word of God. Right. I tell people all the time I live by the seed and on the word of God, I really live by faith. And if you don't know my journey and my story, two years ago, I left my full time teaching position at the university to pursue ministry full time because I heard God. And I know that's what he asked me to do. And it has been a journey and it hasn't been always easy. But in that, I'm, I've learned God to be provider. And anytime that I thought I was providing for myself or doing for myself, or whatever else, he's just just turned me around to say, no, I'm the one that takes care of you. I'm enough for you in your present situation. You're not lacking anything. You're not without anything. You have absolutely everything that you need. You have to trust me as God. You have to trust me as God. You have to know that I am, I am, my God, that I am, I am. And so faith becomes the currency for this thing. And of course, you're not supposed to be in unforgiveness. You're not supposed to be in strife. Those are other things that block and hinder um, you. So I need you to understand he provides for you. So I also need you to understand that when you ask God for something, when you positioned him for something, I need you to stay connected and continue. And we've been watching the press of the woman with the issue of blood, right? We've been watching her press. We watched her press into Jesus. And so it's funny because today when I was thinking about what we were going to talk about um, or what the devotional would be, it was just simply this. 
What what makes you think he won't do it for you? <laughs> what makes you think he won't do the same thing for you? Let's go on and get our Bill Winston confession, confession in, and then let's go ahead after we do our Bill Winston confession. We're going to get right into the word of God. And I want you to meditate on that for a minute. What make you think he won't do it? Why won't? Why wouldn't he do it for you? Right? Why wouldn't he do what he needs to do for you? He's gonna do it for you. Let's do our confession. It says, "I decree from this moment forth that I see myself the way God sees me. I'm highly favored of the Lord. I'm crowned with glory and honor. I'm sorry. I'm crowned with glory and honor." I'm reigning. I'm crowned. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I'm reigning as a king in life through the one man, Jesus Christ, the Messiah. Now, in Jesus name, I declare by faith that I walk in divine favor. I have preferential treatment and supernatural increase. I'm restored. I have petitions granted, laws, policies and rules change and battles won, which I do not have to fight. Why? All because of favor. The blessing and favor of God is on my life in Jesus name. Every morning when I arise. I will speak and expect divine favor to go before me. Let it surround me as a shield with goodwill and pleasures forevermore. The doors are now open for me that men have said are not possible to open. No obstacle can stop me and no hindrance can delay me in Jesus name. I'm honored by my father as I receive genuine favor that comes directly from God. I am special to him. I'm the object of his affection. I'm the apple of his eye. I'm blessed and highly favored in the Lord. So if you don't have a copy of that Bill Winston confession and you would like a copy of that Bill Winston confession, then I'm going to admonish you. Get on over to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com and go, go ahead and get subscribed to the website so that you can get your confession. Confession establishes a thing. Anytime I'm feeling weak, I start confessing. That confession is just strictly the word of God. Can I tell you something powerful? Angels respond to the word of God. Angels are here to do your bidding. If you didn't know angels are here to work for you, go to Hebrews 1.14. And, and it, it, it's the scripture that's going to back it up and tell you that angels go to do your bidding and angels will work for you. And so angels only respond to the word of God. So if you're going to use anything, utilize the word of God so that you can see the word of God active in your life. If you remain consistent, I promise you it will begin to work for you. If I see something that's not working, it's probably because a person isn't consistent or it just hasn't manifested yet and they need to continue on. Occupy till he comes. All right, let's get into this. So we're in Mark. We've been talking about this. Can you imagine that one passage of scripture has given us two weeks of inspiration? That's why I tell you, don't rush up from the table. Don't rush through the word. Don't um, don't move too fast. You need to take your time and chew on things slowly. One passage of scripture has given us almost two weeks of revelation. One passage of scripture has given us two weeks to encourage our faith. Like, look at what God has done through us through one passage of scripture. Through one passage of scripture. Look how he's motivated us. Look how he's moved us. Look how he's done all of this. Look how he showed us how to live by faith. Look how he showed us how to live by faith, how to get past the excuses, how to deal with our shame. I'm so grateful. And as we round this out, right, as we round this out, 
Okay, I see. So we're getting into this. She said, for we thought, she thought to herself that if I can just touch his robe, I would be healed. Immediately the bleeding stopped and she could feel in her body that she'd been healed of her terrible condition. You're going to know when Jesus is on the scene because you're going to feel a lightness. You're going to feel the weightiness gone. You're going to feel a change in position. You're going to feel God working on your behalf. I told you yesterday, but Jesus, see something, demons tremble at the name of Jesus, at the name of Jesus. That's why I, I they laughed and teased and tell me, you know, you talked about slanging the blood. You got a little hood in you. That's fine because I know j demons tremble at the name of Jesus. So why wouldn't I use his name, Jesus? Why wouldn't I say Jesus in the name of Jesus? Why wouldn't I take authority over something in the name of Jesus? That's why yesterday I told y'all, but Jesus, but Jesus, when Jesus hit the scene. so. It says, Jesus realized at once that healing power had gone out from him. So he turned around in the crowd and asked, who touched my robe? Who touched my robe? The encounter with God in your life, the encounter with Jesus the Christ is so powerful. He felt virtue. See, there's a transference that occurs when God is on the scene. That's why I said there's a weightiness that occurs when your words are words full of faith, when your actions lead towards what the word of God, there's a weightiness that comes, there's a virtue that comes, there's a power that comes. That's what I'm saying, but Jesus, like Jesus, hit the scene and his disciples said to him, look at this crowd pressing around you. How can you ask who touched me? And what Jesus was really saying, he really was probably in awe. He said, oh my gosh, faith is on the scene. My gosh, there's a demand for faith on the scene. Somebody believed me. Somebody knew that I would do this for him. See why this is so significant is because he wasn't even, he wasn't even really there for her. He was headed to Jairus' house to heal his daughter. Like he was on his way to perform another miracle, but faith was on the scene. The extension of her faith, my God, the extension of her faith caused him to take notice of her. And if you want God to take notice of you, extend your faith. Press in a little harder. Get past your current circumstance or situation. Her extension of faith, remember, without faith is impossible to please him. Her extension of faith is what got his attention. He's my guy. He said, wait a minute, who touched me? He was really asking whose faith is present. Who moved? Who believed me? Who trusted me? And the disciples were like, how can you ask who touched me? Because he knew virtue had released out of him. He knew somebody on the scene was believing him beyond their current situation. And I'm telling you, if he did it for her, why can't the same God do it for you? You just need to extend your faith just a little bit more. And I know some of you guys are like, I'm at my capacity. Ask the Holy Spirit for help. Lord, help me. Help me with my unbelief. Help me in my present situation. She had her mind so set on her healing. She had made a decision that Jesus was the only one that could do something about her current situation. He felt her touch of faith. He was in a crowd of people. People were probably bumping into him. People were probably grasping from him, but she released her faith and expected to get healed. 
Our faith is the thing that opens up the door to activate God's power in our life. It's your faith that's going to activate his power. That's why I tell you faith is your currency. That's why I'm on you all the time about make sure you're sowing. Make sure you're paying tithes because as a man sows, Therefore, he shall reap that in Galatians. That's why I'm on you going to reap to what you sow. That's why I'm on to you about your attitude and saying to you, without a doubt, watch it, how you handle people, because you're going to you're going to reap that. That's what I'm saying. Your faith is what's going to open the door. God is faithful. So keep seeking him as you press through. He's going to meet your faith. He's going to feel when your faith is full. He's going to feel when you're applying that mustard seed. He's going to feel when you press into position. And when you keep pressing into position, you're going to begin to see the power of God move in your life. Move in your life. He noticed that one woman touched him in the crowd. That's why there's a scripture that says, I think it's in Matthew, it says, uh, everybody that says, Lord, Lord, is not going to enter into the kingdom, right? That's why I'm telling you, everybody that says they're full of faith, God knows when your faith is active. God knows when your faith is in position. God knows when you really are trusting him and believing him. And so even if you don't have the power and the strength, all you got to do is ask God, God, help me with my unbelief. Help me with my unbelief. And so when we faint in the process, we're fainting in the process. Because we don't realize or we don't really have the faith to believe God is going to do it for us. Or, or, or why else would you faint? Why would you think he's not going to do it for you? Why would you think he's not going to do it for you? And somebody's probably going to say, well, I've done so much wrong. And I say, he's not that kind of God. And if you repented and, and turned away, God is a loving, a merciful, a powerful, awesome can I tell you something? God swore by himself. And anytime God swears by himself or he tells you something, he has to perform it or he would sabotage himself. He would sabotage himself. So God can't. Listen to what I'm telling you. God can't not do for you what he said he's going to do for you. God cannot provide for you. And I know some of you guys have been in some bad situations where it looked like he's not but he's, he is going to do everything that he said. Can I tell you something? I'm going to give you some strategies real quick. you got to do a couple of things. One, I need you to find a secret place for God. I need you to find a, a place in which you meet God daily. The Lord just kept talking to me about that today. He said, tell them to find a secret place where they meet me daily. This is not just, I'm not talking about church. I'm talking about in your home, in your car, find a secret place where you meet him daily. Find, and then find, find, find a secret place, establish a place and establish a time so that you can get familiar with the character of God. Establish a time that you're reading your word. It's not just enough for you to be listening to devotionals. I appreciate you for being on, on Coffee and Conversation. I swear I do. But I, I promise you need to develop your own. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide in the shadow of the Almighty. That's Psalms 91 and 1. I need you to find a secret place with him, a place that you set out, set aside time to meet God and become faithful to that place and become faithful to that place. 
and then I need you to do something else. I need you to occupy till he comes. Luke 19, 13 says that he called his 10 servants and delivered them 10 pounds and said unto them, occupy till I come. I love this piece of scripture because he was telling them to be busy with what he gave them, right? Telling them to be busy with what he gave you. Even in your worst situation, I need you to remain busy with your game. So find a secret place, right? Find a secret place and remain busy until your situation ch changes. It's not enough for you to lay around, complain, talk about what you don't have, talk about what's not going right, talk about what's not happening. I need you to find a secret place and meet him in that place until your faith builds. My God, that's your strategy. Until your faith builds and what you need to see God happen and do in your life. But I also need you to ask him some questions. I need you to ask. I need you to written, I need you to ask him, am I seeking you for the right things? If am I seeking you for the right things? Am I seeking you for the right things? Am I looking to you for the right things? If I'm talking to you about a car and I don't have a car, I was without a car for a year and a half. Like I was out without a car for a year and a half. Eventually I just started thanking him for transportation. I learned how to catch the city bus. I was in school full time. I had a family full time. After a while, I just start, I started thanking him every day. Thank you for my transportation. And it produced, like it produced a later later that summer. But I was out without a car. Ask him about what that season. It was a very humbling season in my life, but God still provided everything we need. We still had transportation. And I got busy into purpose. I didn't allow not having a car keeping me from going to work. I didn't allow not having a car keeping me from going to school. I did not allow having what I didn't need keep me from purpose. So I'm telling you, one, find you a secret place to get busy till he comes. Get busy until the miracle happens. Build your faith up and ask the Holy Spirit, am I seeking God for the right things? The Holy Spirit, that, that, I promise you, God will lead you. God will lead you. God will help you. God will show you. God will develop you. You just got to get in your secret place with him. It's something about the secret place of God. It's something about the secret place of God. And if you get in there, I didn't say nothing about praising Ronald Perry, but of course, praise him. I, I, I didn't say nothing about praising him, but definitely praise. I might have. I'm, I'm harassing. Sorry. I'm harassing Ronald Perry. Ronald Perry, but definitely praise him until the situation changed. Praise him, seek him, seek his words, seek his faith. That's good. Ask God to develop you and put you in a position and praise him until your change comes. Begin to thank him for it. He's so for me. Thank you. He begin to thank him for it. That's a strategy for you. See, I don't believe in just giving you the word without giving you a strategy for it. Get busy till he comes. Work hard. Praise him. Get involved. Volunteer. Don't just focus on what you don't have. The enemy will tell you, oh, my gosh, when we didn't have, I don't know who this is for. When we didn't have a car in that season, I didn't have time to focus on not having a car. I still had to be about my father's business, right? I still had to be called and persistent into purpose and moving into what God had called me to do. So we got it, find a secret place, occupy until God abides or until he comes, praise him your way, get the word in you, become familiar with the character of God. And if you're not on Facebook, we're putting that up right now. My brother Ronald Perry shared the tidbits for me and ask God to develop you. It was, <laughs> it was He's like, I didn't say it. I thought I had said it. And I promise you, God will do what he needs to do, but find you a secret place, find a place 
where you and God can meet every, and I'm telling you, you really need to do it in the morning. You really need to do it in the morning. There's something about, there's a warfare that goes on in the morning. The angels are moving. There's angelic activity in the morning. The Holy Spirit really moves really early, I'm telling you. And so if you're having a hard time establishing or hearing or seeing God, get up and do it in the morning. Get up early enough in the morning, rise, establish your secret place, get in the secret place, read Psalms 91, read Ephesians 1, 15 through 17, read Romans 8 and 28, <laughs> read Jeremiah 29 and 11, read Jeremiah 1 and 5, read Proverbs 3, 5 and 6, read those things over your life and watch the word of God begin to activate your faith. Read Isaiah 40, 28 through 31, Read those over your life and they will begin to activate your faith and they'll begin to transform you to understanding the character of God. Well, guess what? We are just out about it. We're out of time. I love y'all. Go get connected. And it's the weekend. 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 God is going to do everything he needs to do for you. Just stay steadfast. Don't be moved by your circumstances or situations. Remain consistent. And watch the power of God take over his side. Remember, it was her faith. She met him at her faith. Her faith met him. And once faith is alive, it's going to activate God. And God is going to move. Faith is your currency for whatever you need. May the blessing of the Lord be rich upon your life. May the angels go before you. May you trust God like ever, 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 never, ever before. My God, may he, you trust him like never before. I'm thankful and grateful. I'll see you back here Monday. We're going to start talking about the woman at the well. I love y'all so much. Do me a favor. Go be loved today. Why? It's kingdom, baby. Coming up next is JC Love and the morning crew. You can tune in to rejoice. I'll be hanging out there all day. Love you guys so, so much. Love, peace, and blessings. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.